Hey, it's Chris. Before we get started with the episode, I wanted to let you know that I'm available for one-on-one coaching. Whether you need help developing an attitude of gratitude or you want to set up a goal that will help you achieve greatness in your own terms, please stop by my website at www.chrisdtgordon.com or drop me a line at chrisdtgordon at gmail.com and we can set up a free 15-minute coaching discussion to see how I can best help you achieve your objective. So again, my website is chrisdtgordon.com, and my email address is chrisdtgordon at gmail.com. And let's start a conversation to help you go for greatness. And now, on to Scar Bearers. Welcome to episode 6 of Scar Bearers. I'm Chris D.T. Gordon. It's great to have you here. Again, a shout out to Nate Barron for that fantastic intro music. I really appreciate it, Nate. Okay, well, if you're listening to this around June 11th, first of all, happy birthday, Becky. Love you. Secondly, summer has started. Well, not summer proper. If you're a calendar file, you know that summer really starts on June 21st. But summer vacation for us teachers has started. We're, we're done teaching for around three months. And so there's a new schedule in play. And depending on your family situation... That could either mean that you have a lot more time to do things, or not so much. Now, given this global pandemic situation, there aren't nearly as many summer school summer events going on right now. So it's a little weird for us to have small kids. Who are usually in soccer practice or VBS or other activities. However, a schedule for us high achievers or those who like to think they're high achievers, I think I fall into that latter category, is helpful. And so what I want to do is I want to share my summer schedule that I have so far. I've been at it for at least three days here. And so far, it's served me well. So I have seven items on my schedule. Now, when I say a schedule, it's more of a to-do list uh, because I don't have set times that I do these activities. But that's good because it gives me the flexibility to fit fit them in when I can. So I have workout and stretch, and I have that one first because I do my workout and stretching at the beginning of the day. So it just makes sense to put that one first. And then I have one hour of speaking work, podcast slash YouTube. Now this is when I'm going to do something related to my speaking business or to this podcast or to my YouTube channel. 
And then I have reach out to five people for speaking. And so that's emailing prospective clients, that's talking with people that I started conversations with, that kind of thing. And then I have a house chore. And this week, I'm focusing on the office, the bedroom, and the basement. Well, I was, but we're starting a painting project tomorrow in the kids' bedrooms. So that will change. But doing something around the interior of the house for an hour, that's something that I have on the schedule. And then I have writing for at least a half hour, reading for at least 20 minutes, and then raking or some kind of yard work for at least 20 minutes a day. And the the reason why I have raking is because we have a lot of dead grass on our ground. And so I want to get that dead grass off because I eventually like the seed for some new grass. And so I have that on there. And it's very important to me that I have those items on there because I see them looking looking up at me saying, I need to be done. You must do me before you can play video games. They actually use that voice, by the way. It's really creepy. So that has worked for me so far. Now, you are you. And I don't know what kind of activities you want to accomplish, what kind of duties that you have. And that's the great thing about this schedule or this to-do list that it works for you. So I challenge you, if you are a teacher or someone who is finding themselves with more free time, I use that in air quotes, than you usually would other years, set up a to-do list, set up a schedule, whatever you want to call it, but be productive. If you value yourself as a high performer, as someone who is productive, you need to produce results. So I advise you to create a to-do list. I set mine up weekly. That way I can be flexible if we go on vacation or if there is something else going on that I know that next week will be different from this week, and that's okay. Also, one thing I want to put out here. If you don't get everything done, it is not the end of the world. For example, I don't have to do any of these, really, for my main occupation as a teacher. These are things I want to do to better myself and better my family. So if there's something that you you skip over or you just don't get to one day, don't worry about it. Don't beat yourself up. It's okay. Just maybe double up the next day or maybe at least put a little more effort into the next few days to make up for it if you feel that need. If you don't feel that need, just roll with it. All right? I'm excited to hear what kinds of schedules you set up for yourself or to-do lists, whatever you want to call it. So let me know. I'm excited to hear what works for you. Okay, today's sponsor, The High Ground. The High Ground. If you have it, it's over. Okay, so there's something I want to talk about. And 
It may not seem like it, but it does have to do with scars. Usually on this show, we talk about scars that have affected us physically, but there are also many different kinds of scars. The scars I want to talk about are those of the societal kind, racial inequality. There have been numerous people who have talked about this topic in the last couple of weeks, and I debated as to whether I would join them. But in the end, I feel that if I'm not saying anything about it, I'm not doing my part for the right side of history. When it comes down to how we treat people of color, there's a lack of empathy involved. And it could be because of there's money in the situation. There could be uh, generations of animosity or I'll say, I'll say it, bigotry and racism that have carried on from generation to generation. And those thoughts and those actions are ingrained in someone's personality. Well, it's 2020. Slavery started over 400 years ago. In that time, we as a society have progressed immeasurably in terms of technology, in terms of health, in terms of every other metric that you can imagine. However, we're still treating people of color less than ourselves. This needs to stop. And I believe the first step that we could take is developing more empathy, putting ourselves in someone else's shoes. And so I challenge you, if you are a person who struggles with treating others, people of color, for example, as equals, I want you to put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in the shoes of Tamir Rice or George Floyd or one of their family members. How would you react if you received the phone call or saw on YouTube that your family member was being executed, frankly, all over the internet? And I'm not saying that George Floyd was a perfect person, okay? However, his crimes did not fit his punishment. Just imagine how you would feel if you were George's mother and he was calling out to you for the last time. If you were a relative of his and you saw him on the street, face down. We need to put ourselves in the back seat and put others first. And if this is an area where you don't have an issue, if you find yourself easily empathetic, then I applaud you. Keep doing it. But if you don't, if you, if you struggle to put yourself in other people's positions, I challenge you to do that. And if you find your, your heart changed, if you find your mind shifted 
and you want to help others, help people of color out, I challenge you further to take action. Now, I'm not saying that you have to partake in a protest. If you can, great. But if you feel that that is out of your reach, whether you're not comfortable enough with that or you're not close enough to one, well, there are other ways you can help progress move forward. You can donate money to a cause that benefits African-Americans or people of color. You can read a book on the African-American experience. Libraries should be opening now, so you should definitely have an avenue for that option. Also, you can order one on Amazon. I heard Amazon is doing quite well right now. The bottom line is, we can only be a union if we are truly united in how we treat one another. Until that happens, we're just a bunch of people who live in the same place. And if we feel that the United States of America is the greatest country in the world, then we need to treat our own citizens, our brothers and sisters under the flag, as our brothers and sisters, no matter what they look like. And if this discussion causes you to not follow me anymore, I understand. I wish you well. Viocondils. But it is time for people to step up for the right side of history. And to, for doing the right thing. And racial equality treating others with respect is the right thing to do. All right. Well, that's all I have for today. Oh, I do have one thing to add. My favorite dinosaur is an ankylosaur, ankylosaur. I think they were robbed in the Dinobots. Not, not that I have anything against brontosauruses or apatosauruses, but I think an ankylosaurus would look awesome as a transformer. That's just my two bits. All right. As always, I humbly ask you to like this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and share with anyone whom you might think would appreciate it or benefit from it. Please also visit www.chrisdtgordon.com to see what I have to offer as a professional speaker. Also check out my YouTube channel, Chris D.T. Gordon, and my Instagram handle, at Chris D.T. Gordon. Thanks again for joining me. Please have a great day. And remember to pass on perfection and go for greatness.